Hebrews chapter 8. Now, the point in what we are saying is this. We have such a high priest, one who is seated at the right hand of the throne of the majesty in heaven, a minister in the holy places, in the true tent that the Lord has set up, not man. For every high priest is appointed to offer gifts and sacrifices, thus it is necessary for the priest also to have something to offer. Now, he were on earth, he would not be a priest at all, since there are priests who offer gifts according to the law. They serve a copy and shadow of the heavenly things. For when Moses was about to erect the tent, he was instructed by God, saying, See that you make everything according to the pattern that was shown to you on the mountain. But as it is, Christ has obtained a ministry that is as much more excellent than the old as the covenant he mediates is better, since it is enacted on better promises. For if that first covenant had been faultless, there would not have been occasion to look for a second. For he finds fault with them when he says, Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will establish a new covenant with the house of Israel, with the house of Judah, not like the covenant that I made with their fathers on the day when I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt. For they did not continue in my covenant, and so I showed no concern for them, declares the Lord. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, declares the Lord. I will put my laws into their minds and write them on their hearts, Then I will be their God and they shall be my people. And they shall not teach each one his neighbor and each one his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they all shall know me, from the least of them to the greatest. For I will be merciful toward their iniquities, and I will remember their sins no more. In speaking of a new covenant, he makes the first one obsolete, and what is becoming obsolete and growing old is ready to vanish away. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So, past few days, Jeremy, we've looked at the Day of Atonement, Mm -hmm. the duties of the priest. We looked at Jeremiah yesterday in this new covenant. Today, we're looking at the author of Hebrews and his kind of explanation that Christ is this priest, that he's mediating a new kind of covenant, Mm -hmm. that he is the priest over, and it's even better than the first. What are your thoughts on the passage? Yeah, uh, it's interesting that he would point out that this new covenant is better um, and that it has better promises. One thing I think that we didn't um, talk too much about when the Leviticus passage in Leviticus 16 was just the the priest himself, but we do see that that's a very important part of this passage and what he's highlighting here. And, and so we talked about, you know, Jesus being the lamb of God. He talked about, we talked about him being the one that, that does take away our sins. God is merciful to us by, by enacting justice upon Jesus in our place. Um, and so he was that lamb, but he was raised and, and part of God raising him was to raise him to be this mediatory priest for us forever to intercede on our behalf, to be holy for us on our behalf forever, that we would always have this access to God, this relationship with God. He's our priest forever in the right. order so of Melchizedek. It's not like one day of atonement in a sense. We're, mm-hmm. we're, we're always being priested for. Mm-hmm. We're, we're always having a, 
uh, as it were, a sacrifice offered for us. Mm. And But it's not that that sacrifice is being made over and over right. again. Right. It's just that it's being referred to, in mm. a sense, over mm. and over again. Yeah, kind of, I guess, advocated for. Like, remember that this has been dealt with. Right, yeah. 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 This this the 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 punishment for our sin has been paid. And that is incredibly reassuring mm-hmm. um that when we sin um you know there's a uh, song that kind of is reflective of this called be before the throne of God above um and one of the lines says um upward I look and see him there who made an end of all my sin, Mm -hmm. you know, when Satan tempts me to despair and tells me of the guilt within Mm -hmm. upward, I look and see him there who made an end of all my sin. Mm -hmm. And so I I think that that is the Christian life, right? We, it's not that we, we, we understand that we're sinning. We understand that, um, we should despair in that sin, but we, we can look up, we can see, Oh, there is our priest before the throne of God above, um, who is making, who is pleading for me by the blood of his cross. Upward, I look and see him there, and that reassures me. That mm-hmm. that 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 stills me when I'm tempted to despair. Mm-hmm. And that is, I think, part of the freedom of the cross and the bondage of sin is that we are we are. We're afraid to confess our sin because we know we'll be we'll be judged, um, and so it remains in the dark. It remains on us. Um, it, it binds us still. But in knowing this better covenant, in knowing this better promise that all our sin is paid for, that we forever have a high priest advocating for us, saying, "Remember the cross, how perfect that sacrifice was, because of who was sacrificed." We are free to confess our sin to one another. Mm-hmm. We're free to be cleansed. And, and, and knowing that our sin has been dealt with, even though we're so aware of it, we can, we can confess it to one another. And that's the, the beauty of the church is that we recognize we're sinners. We recognize that we actually still sin. We don't think we're perfect. Um, but we know that Christ is changing us. And one of the, the way that he's changing us is by us confessing our sin. Right, yeah. We can actually see each other um, to quote another song, you know, beneath the cross of Jesus, his family is my own. Um, we can see each other as what if the most significant thing, when you look at me, Jeremy, and you could say the most significant thing about Jason Dees is that God loves him and that God has shown him love in Christ. And I look at you and I say, the most significant thing about Jeremy Brooks is that God loves him and that his that God's love has been shown toward Jeremy in Christ, then all of a sudden your performance record grows dim Mm -hmm. and who you are in Christ grows big. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. If we could actually see one another like that, we could be so, we wouldn't have to be, you know, to, to, to quote a passage that we read a few days ago, we wouldn't have to be putting fig leaves all over ourselves and trying to hide ourselves. Uh, We could actually just be free Mm Not, not that we're without sin, not that we shouldn't have shame, but that our shame has been covered by the sacrifice that God has made for us ultimately in Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, for Jeremy Brooks, I'm Jason Dees. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant 
And Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.